Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlewy.net for further information. So this weekend, Morris, you're looking at, it's a quiet weekend in the hur- on the Hurling front. And there's a couple of games on. We've got Ballyhale, Shamrocks against St. Martins and St. Mullins against Rockdowney. Errol are the two standout ones there in the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship. St Mullins obviously had a massive upset against Kula, beating Kula uh, in the last round, but they're actually outsiders going into this. They're seven to four. I think that's a massive price, um, a huge price for a team that bet Kula. Like you, you look at it and you say, right, this is a Carlo club versus a Leash club. You lean towards the Leash club, but then you're at the same time like Carlo were above Leash in terms of like Carlo were an Ireland team this year. They weren't like they won the drum with Donna last year. We're, we're fairly competitive. They've got a. Uh, Mullins of a young guy like Marty Kavanagh, who anybody who would have watched Carlo this year, he was their star forward. Um, to, to get that win against Kula, I know Kula lost Conor Callaghan the game, but even still, that is still probably st- kind of a standout shock of the year. Like I, the I think the our approach to East Kerry and to Barcelona last week was they should that price should be less. Yeah, like so they should, so, were 6-5, to five, East Kerry were evens. So, Both of them ended up winning. Yeah, so we said, we looked at that and we said, East Kerry shouldn't be evens. That might be looking at uh, Crokes, their reputation going for their, you know, their eighth county title, this yeah. team going for, um, with, with all momentum behind them, uh, as opposed to maybe looking at kind of, you know, a, a bit closer. And I think that, like, in a weekend like this, right, Mark, there's absolutely scope to, you, if you look at this and to say that, you know, there isn't any... Um, it wouldn't be as eye-catching as other weekends in terms of if you know if you had a fancy either way, but when you see something like that, that's like I think there's enough appeal in that to think that maybe there's scope for um. That's I guess also like what you know. There's nothing nicer than kind of when you get a small bit of value, and I think that's what you're you're, you're looking at there. Even you know to see it's a really novel hurling pair up as well, like two teams that are both going yeah. for their first sense fight, which I think is great. Like the we spoke about the hype or lack thereof for the club championship last week. I think those are the stories. Like anybody who you ask about Gaelic football last year, a lot of the people who don't follow club football wouldn't talk to you about uh Cara Finn or Croaks. They talk to you about Mulnachta and that story and the to see the kind of the stories that came out of that club and the what scenes when they you know, bet Gilmacourt and everything that went with that. So and I, I think that uh, something like that is a real nice way to captivate kind of the championship. And yeah, so okay. for for sake, I hope that we do see, uh, regardless of who wins this game, that I do we do see them kind of come on and kind of deliver. Like Rathdowney have already uh, gone further than a lot of these teams have in in Leinster. Yeah, exactly. And they've got, there's there's no one uh, you know for for when you're looking at Carlo look about Leinster Rangers don't look too far away from home in terms of what they did a few years ago in terms of the football I suppose the big one is uh, Nave Connell against Clontibbert that's the standout one in my eyes you've got Nave Connell who are this they're turning into one of those stories in terms of the epic that they've gone through with Guidor and then to beat Castle Rahan and they've, they've had one weekend off so they're, they're like sure it was a bit, virtually a holiday for them having <laughs> 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 two weeks to prepare for this Clontibbert Conor McManus is just such a joy to watch like the, oh he's he's glorious he just he's one of those players that can light up a field especially if you look at a club in a club game you were up against uh, Cross Midland the last day he scored some outrageous points so I actually I'm really looking forward to seeing this game it's very hard to call yeah it is and like I think that's you're gonna see um, 
trying to shackle those kind of forwards. We spoke to this about club football. Like the difference in intercounty, a, gro- a great, a good intercounty player makes in a club game is huge. The difference a great intercounty player makes is phenomenal. Even like if you were to delve down into it, you could look at somebody like David Clifford. Um, you just mentioned he's carrying beating Crokes last week. Like David Clifford is starting in a club game and he's being marked by two intercounty players, like two intercounty players, and he still managed to score one three. Like so, he's got he's playing a club game with two intercounty players marking him. And here's my hot take. Okay. David Clifford's goal, right? And he scored in the county final at the weekend. So if anybody hasn't seen it, it's a, a loose enough solo, comes back and rattles it into the left top corner. Yeah, and he's exactly. bo- yeah. It's, it's up on ball study right now. You can go and watch it for yourself. It was a grand goal. It was a good goal. But? No, that's it. It was just it was a good goal. People are kind of losing the run of themselves slightly, I think, because it's David Clifford. Now, I'm not trying to be, you know, say that David Clifford's no good run. He's an incredible footballer and it was a good goal. It's just saying that, you know, we need to, we need to, not let let you know let just let ourselves run away with ourselves here. We have to kind of just rein it back in a little bit. Can I? Yeah. Can I make a counter hot take? Go on. So this is David Clifford. What he has scored in his last eight games, right? These are all finals, semi-finals or quarterfinals for Clubber County. One three last weekend. Nine points in our semi-final. One six in a quarterfinal. Five points in our Ireland final replay. Two points in our Ireland final. Five points in a semi-final. Three points in a quarterfinal. Seven points in a quarterfinal against Mayo. I think that. David Clifford, 20-year-old David Clifford might actually be a tad underrated. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, like, I hate that. I hate when people come out with that, so I'm not saying that, but I just don't think... What he's doing is phenomenal. Like, it's unprecedented to see a player emerge like that. I know what you're saying about the goal. Like, the goal itself wasn't... I don't think it was, like, sensational. But when he got the ball, Paddy Clifford gets that ball, feeds it inside. Clifford is coming away from goal. When he gets the ball in his hands, if you were to stop there and put any other player in that position you are not saying goal is on. You're, there's yeah. just no way you're saying it. It's the fact that for David Clifford, a goal is always on. Like it, it, it always true. seems to be... Fair, my point is more probably the finish than the, yeah, yeah. The, and, the run in. Yeah, and everything else, but I actually think his, his brother, Paddy, who got man in the match, like he, he... That's, you know, the, the claim that he's going to stake for Kerry is based off stuff like that. It's not like he's not going to be a... He's not going to be a David Clifford and maybe this, it's the greatest shame that he is named Clifford because he's always going to be held in that regard but he's more of a he's an orchestrator he's not a finisher so the, the ball he played in there was stunning for the, led to the Evan goal. I wonder like I, I appreciate what you're saying about the finish but I do think that the, as a as a collective like a, a goal is more than one kind of flash it's a, it's a unit and for, for that reason that uh, I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just on that last on that Nave Connell and Clontibber game we were talking about uh, Clontibber are 13 to 10 on Labrooks Nave Connell yeah. 13 to 6 it's very hard to say though like 6 to 1 there for a draw like the, a lot of these games and again it's only you know a bit of cracking none of us are going in here kind of blind to these because they haven't played each other before but it, I would find it tough enough to separate. The only thing is that Nave Connell are probably actually under. Speaking of t- uh, teams or players that are underrated, they're probably a tad underrated because to do what they've done and they they were always the outsider every time against Guidor. That's the famous thing with the twelve apostles, where uh, all the twelve lads in local media all went for Guidor to beat Nave Connell, and then like to do what they did against Castran to go out and beat them. Castran a very good team. But then Clontibber beat Cross McLean, who were, I think were favourites at the time for the Ulster Championship. So yeah. it, six to one there could be uh, an interesting one for the draw. I like that. I like your thinking there, right? The reason I like it is because the, if there's one thing we've learned from the price for any of these things over the last weekend, or just looking at games, like just looking at these games themselves, there will be upsets. Like they're apt, every single weekend we're talking about um, the upsets. It's trying to identify them so before it happens. So like you looked at last week, we actually both said that we don't think Cara Finn are, are in trouble. Now as it turns out, they like weren't Close as enough. impressive as um, certainly as they were last year, but at the same time they got the job done. We uh, actually had someone with a big shout who missed out just because Ballantubber 
didn't win. Really lost to Cora Finn. Um, we have had two big shout winners. So if you're looking at this week, that's what you're trying to do. You make a case for underdogs. That's why I kind of actually looking at that Mullins game. That's why I like that. The other one that I can't ever thirteen ten. Yeah, I can see what you're thinking from that is Austin Sachs are floating totally under. Like they have been training. That we talked about this last week. So Austin Sachs didn't know. Uh, yeah. if they were true or not until the carry final as it turns out they were they had been training this is Austin Stacks par- uh, team that could have beaten East Kerry now if East Kerry could go on from here in a hypothetical scenario East Kerry would be favourites for the All-Irelands like I, I'm fully convinced that that was a game that kind of proved their credentials that they just totally dismissed the All-Ireland finalists in, in Croaks um, and based off that you're looking at a, a Stacks team that an absolute thriller lost out to East Kerry. Six goals that was, was scored that day. I think they lost by five in the end. They're going up against an emo team. Like the, again, this is the same thing about you know one of the lines I've, I've heard this week is oh they've never uh, Nemo have never lost against Austin Sachs. And then I was like, geez, that's an interesting that. And then you go back and check. It's like they played them once in 1975. <laughs> I don't know how much you can read into read into that stat. So, uh, Nemo, I mean a, a fine team, but. You know, beating Newcastle West by a goal. How much? Like, how much can you read into that? I think that a five to two is a huge price. If if it's give me a euro for this, I think I'd put fifty cent on those two underdogs and see where I end up. Five to two, and the other one that just caught my eye in terms of games that you might have to say goodbye to your uh, sweethearts here, or you might have to. I don't know if you're going to go with your uh, patriotism in terms of Cora Finn being a Galway man, or, or your favourite <laughs> getting football, Patrick Pierce's. I, I yeah, I like I. Cora uh, have a horrible capability to convince you that they're infallible and then they'll just totally crush you so Galway clubs will know this too well Tume very like, it's two uh, finals in a row that they've been ran closest were in the Galway County final both times brought to a replay and from there they've launched fairly dominant runs and I think that the same thing again here there's time in their run to perfection like the I don't think it's any great surprise that you're starting to see Kieran Fitzgerald like Kieran Fitzgerald being reintegrated into a squad at the back end of a county championship looks weird but I don't think the county championship is their goal so it doesn't really matter so like you, you see those these players start to emerge I think that uh, Carfinner's time in a run so I, can't, I just can't go I wouldn't be going to get some there unfortunately <laughs> Anything else catch your eye in the games coming up? Not really like I guess you're looking like <laughs> I don't I, I don't really think you can sell this weekend based off the I don't know like there's just too many way too short yeah, yeah. Are, and there are so like Ballyhead again are another one that are, are kind of one sided you're looking at Kilku and Derry Gonnelly like the whatever else the championship being wide open like I don't think it is because Cara Finn I think it looks like they're not but Ulster now is a really really interesting yeah. prospect and for any of those teams and I, I mean to be honest same goes for the other side with Clonshepard or Neve Connell like they're in their heads I don't know if you'll get a better chance to win a, a win a championship I think pretty much every weekend there's been the favour for those championships has gone because <laughs> from county level on so you got Gudor then you got Cross Glen, you know and like Derry Gonley, <laughs> again, Trillic were up there as well. Derry Gonley are a great story as well. They're you know, coming from Fermanagh, such a small player base and such a small county championship as well. This is their second uh, Ulster semi-final in three years. So like they've definitely earned it get, winning that uh, penalty Plenty shoot against, yeah. against Trillic. They're big, a big price. They're 9-2 against Kilku. Kilku, ha- I think, now might be favourites overall to win. For Ulster. Yeah, so again it's Kilku have been knocking at the door for a long time as well so they have to be looking at this ultra championship with the big guns kind of gone now and they're going finally this is this is our time to shine so yeah like I think the both semi-finals and Ulster are going to be really interesting this weekend 
Yeah, absolutely. And I guess that's what, like, ultimately that's what you're looking at. Like, you're looking at, I, I, as a, it's not an outrageous thing to say, but there absolutely will be shocks this weekend as there is every weekend. It's only about trying to, trying to pick the most. Yeah, exactly. And if you are having any bets this weekend, be sure to gamble responsibly. Like we said, this is just a bit of crack. We, uh, we're, mo- we're mostly wrong. <laughs> As we, we, were, we, t- we end, somehow ended up being right. But yeah, be sure to gamble responsibly and you can visit dunlouis.net for more information. To subscribe to the full Build Up podcast, search The Build Up on Ball on all good podcast apps. <laughs>